Thanks for downloading Scott Harold's podcast. If you use a smart speaker, you can always ask Alexa to enable the SOS radio skill. We're talking with Hayden Ratner, and he's a senior pastor of Walk Church in Las Vegas. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, now you and your wife Nina actually both grew up in Vegas, which kind of alone is kind of crazy. Is seems like nobody's really from here anymore. Everybody else is from somewhere else. I mean, right. I've been here 13 years. I feel like I'm about as native as it gets. But you actually grew up here. Did you go to Silverado High School? Yep, went to Silverado High School. Went to Schofield Middle School, which is where our church launched out of. Which is kind of a cool full circle story. <laughs> but yeah, this is home for me. I would be technically an indigenous church planter who came up here in the city. You and your wife, Nina, you guys met in high school, right? Yeah, we met in high school. We both were, we call it our BC days, our before Christ days. And we met briefly, but I was on my basketball idolatry journey. And that took me to Virginia, (laughs) which is where the Lord saved me through an awesome ministry called FCA Sports Ministry and came back to Vegas, started a Bible study, and she ended up coming to that. And we hit it off from there. So you're a church planner at heart. That really is a passion area of yours. It's like you lead a church, you've started churches, you've served with other churches, and you've worked in coaching with basketball, played professional basketball over in Israel. But your real passion right now that God's been developing through this season is for church planning. Yeah, we really believe that one church alone can't reach a city, right? Especially a city like Las Vegas with 2.6 million people and growing. Praise the Lord, Las Vegas is back in the top 10 fastest growing cities in the country. A lot of my real estate friends say, man, we don't have enough houses to sell, right? People are moving to Vegas. God is sending the nations to Vegas. And the thing that is just a startling reality is that we just don't have enough churches in the city to keep up with the growth. And so what's the option? I think the option is planting new gospel-centered evangelistic passionate, vibrant churches. And the New Testament model has not just been churches pop up out of nowhere, but it's been churches planting churches. It's been churches raising up leaders, discipling people to then discover their call, which we pray would be more church planters. So how does one even start there? It's like, okay, I've been plugged in with a church for a while. And, you know, I may not be doing it as a vocation where I'm paid, but I've been serving on a church team, you know, whether it's in kids ministry or working with a youth group or, you know, working as an usher, maybe something simple like that. But you feel like, I wonder if God's challenging me to do more. What would that even look like? Like, it'd be cool to help start a church, but... I'm not like the charismatic preacher. Like, what does someone do with that who's listening? We thank the Lord that church planning is a team sport, right? It's a team journey. It's not a one-man show by any means at all, especially if you're like us who have to do set up and tear down still. It's all everybody hands on deck. But I'll look at my story a little bit and some other church planners. We like to identify a church planting calling as just a big big deal. And here's how we assess calling. Three things. Start with aspiration. Is this something that's in you? Is it a fire? Is it burning? Is there just something that is in you that's longing for more, where you feel like, you know what, God has more for my life. And I'm trying to figure out what that is. But I know for me, when I came back from college and started to do ministry, and I got connected at Hope Church with my senior pastor, Vance Pittman, I just remember approaching him one day saying, I got something in me. It might be a church. And I'm trying to figure that out. Can you help me discern calling? And so from there, the second way we assess calling is from aspiration to affirmation. Is there other people in your life that are saying, hey, we think that there's something 
in you, on you, a calling. You need to step out. You need to do some ministry. You need to, have you ever thought about starting a church, planting a church? And then the third one would be confirmation through the word of God. Is God speaking to you? God speaks through his word. Uh, Faith comes by hearing of the word. And so, yeah, those are the three. Aspiration, affirmation, confirmation through the word. If you got those three, or if you're thinking about those three, come on, let's plant a church. Mark Batterson says, if you want to know God's calling on your life, you first have to get to know God's voice. (laughs) We're talking with Hayden Ratner today at SWS Radio. Hayden's a senior pastor of Walk Church, but he's also part of the Send Network. It's like North America's largest network of church planners. Like today, like 4,400 churches have actually been planted through this network alone. I know there's a lot of amazing church planning networks, but Hayden, these networks, they come alongside people that feel like, I might have a calling to plant a church, or I might like to be involved in the planting of other churches through other people that maybe I feel like are even more gifted than I can be. Yeah, absolutely. Send Network, that's really why we exist. Coaching, care, mobilizing, maximizing, coming alongside church planters that are already doing it and helping them have the tools in their tool belt to even plant more churches. And you're absolutely right. We're planting two churches out of Walk Church right now, Image Church and Favor City Church. And these two churches are right now in a development stage of establishing team, core team, launch team, people that are gifted in worship, people that are gifted in kids ministry, people that just love to greet people, people that can just be a good part of the house, people that can serve and be a part of groups, etc. And so, yeah, I think the team, the church plant will go as far as the team goes. And so we think that there's so much value in that. So we want to just continue to get more energy out regarding the concept of church planting. You know, we think about where our culture is, and we know that we live in a broken system. We know that there's a lot of hurt and habits and hangups in our city, in our country. There's sin, and we own that. But when we think about the power of the church making an impact on our culture, I think we could all admit in America— We're struggling in that area in a lot of ways. And it's so interesting when you look at the history of our country. On the East Coast, there were churches that were planted when our country started throughout the Midwest and the South. And there was some serious seasons in American history where people were really making the church community a central part of their family and a central part of their neighborhoods they were living in. But it's interesting, Hayden, is guys that live on the West Coast, there haven't been a lot of those movements on the West Coast. The West Coast has always felt a little more rebellious and progressive, but church community hasn't been something that a lot of Americans on the West Coast have really centered their life on. So I feel like there's a ripe opportunity for a lot of churches to grow in that area. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I love how Tim Keller says it in his book, City Church. He just says, more people are open today to checking out a new church than a previously existing church. The best way to reach a city evangelistically is going to be through starting new churches. People are more open to that, more excited about that. So there's something about new that we crave, right? There's something about, hey, this is an on-ramp for me to just step into. I totally agree with you, Scott. The West Coast, specifically Las Vegas, still feels very pre-Christian. People aren't necessarily waking up Sunday thinking, oh, I think I'm going to check out church today. But it's going to be through new churches that have not just a heart for Sunday, but a heart for every day of the week, a heart for the community, city engagement. We ask a lot of our church planners, don't just ask how your church is doing, ask how your city's doing. That will be a reflection of how your church is doing. And so, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Now's the time to get in the game with what we're talking about. 
You know, it's so interesting when you think about the cities that we live in. And if you can honestly look at, like, what are the biggest needs in our cities? Like, in Las Vegas, addiction is a huge issue. You know, the breakdown of the family, it's a huge issue. Obviously, jobs, education, you know, human trafficking. These have been major issues that our city has struggled with over the years. And you see how so many of those things work even together. And when you look at the impact of our churches, especially the season we're in right now, we want to make an impact to those that don't know Jesus in our city. When we can help solve those problems, I think we can have some serious breakthrough when we can say, hey, our church wants to champion this. We care about helping people find jobs. We care about the homeless situations in the zip code that our church is actually in. We care about families that are struggling through addiction because we see it all around in our schools around our church and in the businesses around our church. There's some amazing opportunities to reach people with the gospel by actually addressing some of the issues and talking about them with our fellow Jesus followers. Yeah, we like to call that kingdom collaboration. The definition of collaboration is working together to see something accomplished, right? What do we want to see accomplished in our city? We want to see our city reached with the gospel. We want to see disciples made. And that happens when we come together as a body of believers and we collaborate together to plant new churches. Think about some of your favorite churches in our city. They had to have started somewhere. At some point, Hope Church was planted. Central Church was planted. Church LV was planted, etc. And so if we're going to see the next wave, every church has a life cycle, right? You could go to Ephesus. The Church of Ephesians is not there anymore. It has to be more churches coming, more planters raising up, more disciples being made. And so, yeah, that's why I'm grateful that you're making space for this conversation, because maybe somebody's listening to this right now and thinking, hmm, I want to know more about church planning. We would love to talk with you if that's where your heart is at. So how would someone connect with you through Send Network? Because that's what you do is you equip people and you challenge people. and You have teams that help people to kind of take the raw ideas they have in their head to let's put this down on paper. Let's make some goals. Let's put together a plan and help people actually plant other churches or take the idea that came out of their men's group who started to say, hey, why don't we solve some issues? Why don't we start a nonprofit and serve in our city? And maybe God moves that to actually starting a church out of that. Yeah, so good. That's how a lot of churches have been birthed. And so I think a good place to start would maybe be checking out the website. You can just go to actually nam.net, N-A-M-B, stands for the North American Mission Board.net. You'll find so many good resources there. You can also find the Send Network tab on the NAM page. You can follow our Send Las Vegas Instagram account or any of the social medias there because we're pumping content on that. We have a podcast that we do every week that I'm a part of. We are Send Network podcast. Where we're kicking out information there. But I know I personally would love to hear from you as the Send City director and missionary here in the city. You can email me at hratner at nam.net. And I would love to follow up with you and just hear more of your story and see maybe if there was a fit for you on taking the next step. And that could be planting a church or being a core team member. Our church is changing. Is our culture impacting the way we do church in a bad way? Well, I'll tell you what, we're talking with Hayden Ratner. and He's the lead pastor at Walk Church in Las Vegas, also works with the Send Network that plants churches all over the world. But Hayden, it's interesting this last year. I mean, most churches weren't meeting at all for some point. And then we started back up at the 25% capacity. And in many churches, 
that's 25 people. In many churches, that's 100 people. It's not thousands of people that have come back to a lot of even the big churches in our city. And it's interesting because as I've talked to different pastors, they're saying it's interesting that our numbers might be about a quarter of who was coming in person this time a year ago, but God's provided and people have been giving and supporting our churches and a lot of people are plugging in online, but it's affecting the way that people see community. I think a lot of people are saying, oh, I don't really need church. I can open up the app on my phone. I can read the Bible. I can download your podcast and I can watch that, but that's not interacting with church. That's not participating in church. That's watching church. And there's a difference. Yeah, there's a difference between watching and engaging. And I don't know, maybe it's just my athletic background, but I want to get in the game. I don't want to be on the bench. I don't want to be on the sideline, at least not for too long. I want to get in there and be a part. And what I've found since our church was able to reopen back up, the energy in the room is different. I mean, praise God for the online platform. We made the most of it. We tried to make it as best we could, and we still have it today, praise the Lord. But there's something about the assembly, the gathering of the body. Maybe that's why God inspired the Hebrews writer in Hebrews 10 to say, don't forsake the assembling of the gathering together, as is the habit of some, but all the more lean in and do it responsibly. Of course, we want to honor all the different regulations and responsibilities. We want to consider others' interests more important than our own. But with that said, if we can do that in the context of meeting together and engaging in worship together and sitting under the word and in fellowship, oh man, there's nothing like it. It's a little glimpse of heaven. We love the church. Yeah. And so let's talk about the element of community. Community isn't just an optional thing in your Christian journey. And I think that's where culture is right now. It's like, oh, I'm going to do church my way. And, you know, it's my faith is something that's private. And it doesn't say anything in the Bible about your faith is private. It says it's personal. And there's quite a difference there. Yeah, it's personal. Let me add another P. It's public, right? Baptism was meant to be a public display of what God has done inward in your life, right? It's a time of celebration. Come on, right? Church is an opportunity to get together and honor each other, celebrate the work that God has been doing in your life. And I love that it's week in and week out. One of the best compliments I've ever had in the life of our church plant journey is when someone said, man, I can't believe I got to wait a whole nother six days to do this again, <laughs> right? I want to get back here again. And so we want to do it right. We want to do it responsible, but friend, we want to do it. Amen. We want to be a part of this beautiful body of Christ. We don't want to just be a random arm floating out there in the wilderness or a random foot. We want to be attached to the body of Christ and functioning how he calls us to function. We're talking with Hayden Ratner from Walk Church in Las Vegas. He's the lead pastor there. Also works with the Send Network that plants churches all over the country. But he leads a lot of that with the mentoring and the coaching that goes on in the Las Vegas area. And there's opportunities through NAM, which is the North American Mission Board, and their website where you can actually connect with Send Network. If you want to know more about planting a church and finding a team that can help coach you through that. But Hayden, it's interesting. You know, I think we've all felt the weight of our spiritual journey on our shoulders over this last year. I mean, you know, you can blame it on isolation. You can blame it on lack of resources. You can blame it on, you know, how our jobs sometimes absorb some of our identity. And when you realize you don't have the same job or the same team that you're working with day in, day out, shoulder to shoulder. It's like we've all felt that weight. And I feel like we're in a place where a lot of our churches 
they feel like they're struggling. And I think it's more of the people in the church feel like they're struggling. It's not the church organization itself, but a church actually is people. It's not a building. What would you say to what you're noticing about that? Well, I think that there's valid reason for the struggle, right? The challenge. We've just come out of a season of life that is similar to nothing we've ever experienced, right? So there's a lot of nuance and newness in it. What we've found at Walk Church is by staying true to the gospel, continuing to remind our church what we're for rather than what we're against as much, and say, when there's good news that is still alive and active for us and for your neighbors too, and that good news is not to be silenced, that good news is to be shared, it's the good news of Christ, amen? It's the good news, praise God, Easter's coming up, we have a reason to celebrate, we have a reason to share and invite somebody, and so I think that we need a, a shot in our arm of motivation, right? Uh, just to be reminded, the thing that we're a part of is actually really big. It's going somewhere. Our church said, you know what? We're not going to just stick to a once a month prayer gathering. Let's go every week. What if we just started to try new things? What if we started to write some songs? What if we started to do a conference? You know, let, let's not retreat. Let's lean in. It's going to require more of us, but it's going to require us to have more of God. And so I think that some churches today could benefit by just maybe being a little more risky, more faith-driven. Let's try to plant a church. Let's try to do something outside the box. I feel like God will honor that. He'll step in. He'll meet you in that faith move. Yeah, like leaning in right now might be the breakthrough where a lot of us have just been kind of like, oh, I'm going to do my thing. That's why we don't feel the passion because we're not leaning in and we're not doing it with other people that are pulling on the same rope that we are. We're trying to pull that rope and play tug of war with a wall. <laughs> it's like we're not moving forward because we're doing it on our own. You're going to get lazy. You're going to get, we're going to have a fat church pretty soon here. We need to be a lean, mean machine. Well, not mean, but you know what I'm saying, church, mean against the enemy, <laughs> right? One thing that I've realized, Scott, is that the devil hasn't slowed down. Right. So the church needs to put her foot back on the gas pedal and we need to level up. And now's a great time to do that. And I believe the Holy Spirit is willing, even if the flesh is weak. So we're approaching Easter. You know, billions of people around the world will be celebrating the resurrection together. A lot of times it's funny. We say, oh, I'm celebrating Easter. We're not actually celebrating the death of Jesus. We're celebrating the resurrection, rising from the dead, overcoming the death. It's not so much about the cross. It's more about how Jesus overcame death by raising from the dead. And nobody's done that except him ever. That's the difference. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, this is a great time to lean in and lift up our hearts, lift up our voices, and celebrate new life. Because here's what we know as a Christian. The resurrection is not just a testimony of 2,000 years ago. The testimony of Easter is my testimony, right? This is death to life in my life. I was able to get up out of the spiritual grave in my own life because Jesus got up when he did. And so I believe there's other people in Las Vegas, right? If there's any trueness that 90% of our city is unchurched and unengaged, statistically, polls have said that more people are more open to going to church on Easter Sunday than any day in the year. This is a moment to invite. And church, let's make it great. And let's honor people. Be the one who picks up the tab after church. Be the one who invites somebody, says, sit with me. And pastors and leaders, let's make it great. Let's make it an experience that's evangelistic, that we could see people really come to know Jesus at a high level. That would maybe even lead to more churches planted one day as well. 
Well, we're talking with Hayden Ratner, and he works with Send Network, and he's also the lead pastor at Walk Church. But if someone's listening and they're thinking, I'd like to get more involved and hear about, like, how do you even go about getting involved with a team that's talking about planting churches or reaching more people, whether it's in our city or there's another city that God's put on your heart, how can they connect with you, Hayden? Well, you can connect directly with me through email, whether that's Hayden at walkchurch.com or hratner at nam.net. Would love to get an email from you and follow up with you quickly. Uh, you can also connect on social media. I know that's an easy way. Just drop a direct message on our Send Las Vegas Instagram. You can go to that page, Send Las Vegas. You can learn more information about the Send Network at nam.net, N-A-M-B, Nam. .net. And on that website, you'll find all types of things, whether that's from just connecting with the Send Network to maybe starting an assessment. Maybe you want to be assessed as to whether you believe that was something that was huge for my wife, Nina, and I. We went through a church planner assessment, which gave us our next step. We then took those next steps, which then led us to a residency of apprenticeship at Hope Church, which then led to our next step. The church planning journey is a journey of really just next steps. But if you keep taking them, you're going to end up with a church that God will use to reach the world. And we would love to help you take that first step. Whatever that looks like for you, we'd love to help you find it, discover it, and walk it. Thanks for downloading the SOS Radio Podcast. If you enjoy the discussion and want to help the podcast grow, you can make a $10 donation through sosradio.net or inside the SOS Radio app. Thanks for your generosity. It helps us experiment with new things and keep the discussions fresh.